Title, Building a Scalable Data Storage Solution on AWS, Best Practices and 150 Live Solutions. Description. In this podcast, we will be discussing best practices for building a scalable data storage solution on AWS, along with 150 feasible live solutions that can help organizations address common challenges in storage infrastructure. As businesses generate more and more data, they need a storage system that can handle the increased workload and scale easily, without affecting performance or incurring high costs. Amazon Web Services, AWS, offers a range of storage services that can be combined, configured, and optimized to create a flexible and reliable data storage solution that meets the specific needs of any organization. We will be exploring the key advantages of using AWS for building a scalable data storage solution, including the availability of managed storage services like Amazon S3, Amazon EBS, Amazon FSx, Amazon EFS, and Amazon Glacier. Each of these services has different characteristics and performance metrics, and we will discuss how they can be used depending on the use case. In addition, we will be sharing 150 feasible live solutions that can help organizations address common challenges in storage infrastructure, such as optimizing storage costs, ensuring data security and compliance, managing storage infrastructure complexity, and more. We will also be discussing various tools and services provided by AWS for managing and monitoring storage infrastructure, including AWS CloudWatch, AWS CloudTrail, AWS Storage Gateway, and AWS DataSync. These tools and services can help organizations seamlessly connect on-premises storage to the cloud, monitor storage metrics, audit storage activity for compliance and security purposes, and transfer data between storage services. Finally, we will be highlighting the importance of careful planning and optimization when building a scalable data storage solution on AWS. Organizations need to analyze their data requirements, access patterns, and growth projections to choose the right storage services and configurations, optimize their storage costs, and ensure the security and compliance of their data. By leveraging the best practices and 150 feasible live solutions shared in this podcast, organizations can build a storage solution on AWS that is flexible, cost-effective, and secure. Solution for Issue 1 Before making a decision on which AWS storage service to use, it is essential to understand the requirements of your data storage solution. The primary factors to consider include capacity, performance, durability, cost, and accessibility. In AWS, there are five primary storage options, Amazon S3, Elastic Block Store, EBS, Elastic File System, EFS, Glacier, and Storage Gateway. It is essential to consider the data size, frequency of access, and data retrieval time before choosing the storage service. For example, for frequently accessed data, Amazon S3 or EBS would be the right options, and for less frequently accessed data, Glacier would be the ideal choice. EFS is best for data that requires concurrent access by multiple instances, whereas Storage Gateway offers an option for hybrid cloud storage. Issue 2, Designing an Architecture that Can Handle Large Volumes of Data Solution for Issue 2 When designing an architecture that can handle large data volumes, it is crucial to ensure scalability and sustainable performance. AWS offers various options to support handling large-scale data, including the use of elastic load balancers, auto-scaling, and caching techniques. Amazon Kinesis is another AWS service that is designed to handle real-time data streaming. It enables you to ingest, process, and analyze huge volumes of data in real-time, without worrying about storage or processing resources. Issue 3, Ensuring Data Security and Access Control Solution for Issue 3, Data Security and Access Control are essential to ensuring that authorized users can access data, while unauthorized persons are prevented from accessing or modifying it. 
AWS offers various security and access control services, such as AWS Identity and Access Management, IAM, Amazon VPC, and AWS Key Management Service, KMS. IAM is a powerful tool to manage access to AWS resources, using fine-grained access control policies. Amazon VPC provides a private network environment within AWS that enables users to isolate their resources and control access. KMS can be used to protect data by encryption and decryption of data keys. Issue 4, Ensuring Data Integrity and Consistency Solution for Issue 4, Data Integrity and Consistency are fundamental to ensuring that changes made to data are consistent and accurate. AWS services, such as Amazon Simple DB and Amazon DynamoDB, provide high levels of data consistency and security. In addition, Amazon RDS supports multi-OS deployments, which provide automatic failover if the master database goes down, supporting high availability and ensuring data integrity. Issue 5, Designing for Scalability to Accommodate Future Growth Solution for Issue 5, When Designing for Scalability, it is essential to consider the current data volume and anticipate future growth. AWS services, such as auto-scaling groups and elastic load balancing, provide automatic scaling of resources to accommodate growth and maintain performance. In addition, using services like Amazon RDS or Amazon DynamoDB can provide scalability, ensuring that data is distributed across multiple instances, reducing latency and ensuring high-performance access to data. Issue 6, Choosing the Appropriate Storage Class for the Data Solution for Issue 6 Choosing the appropriate storage class for data requires understanding the access patterns of the data. In AWS, there are several storage classes, like Standard, Intelligent Tiering, Infrequent Access, and Glacier. These storage classes are differentiated from each other based on performance, cost, and durability. For frequently accessed data, Standard or Intelligent Tiering would be the best storage classes. For infrequently accessed data, choosing Infrequent Access, Glacier, or deep archive storage classes can reduce costs. Issue 7, Optimizing Data Retrieval Performance Solution for Issue 7, Optimizing Data Retrieval Performance requires designing a solution that reduces retrieval latency, taking into account the data size and frequency of access. Using caching, load balancing, using appropriate storage classes, and distributing data across multiple instances are some of the design techniques to ensure optimized performance. Issue 8, Implementing Data Compression Techniques to Reduce Storage Costs Solution for Issue 8, Implementing Data Compression Techniques can help reduce storage costs by compressing data before storage. This can be achieved by using services like Amazon S3 and Amazon Glacier, both of which support automatic data compression. Issue 9, Managing Data Backup and Disaster Recovery Strategies Solution for Issue 9, AWS offers several backup and disaster recovery options, including Amazon S3, Amazon EBS Snapshots, and Amazon Glacier. These services enable you to store data backups and restore data quickly in case of a disaster. Using multi-OS deployments with Amazon RDS or Amazon DynamoDB helps support disaster recovery and ensure high availability of data. Issue 10, Ensuring Compliance with Data Privacy Regulations Solution for Issue 10 to ensure compliance with data privacy regulations, a good practice is to encrypt data at rest and in transit. AWS services, such as Amazon KMS, Amazon S3, and Amazon RDS, enable you to encrypt data using key management policies and ensure compliance with the data privacy regulations. Issue 11, choosing the right instance type for the database servers. Solution for Issue 11, 
Selecting the right instance type for the database servers requires taking into account the workload and resource requirements. AWS offers several instance types and combinations of CPU, memory, and storage capacities, such as Amazon EC2, Amazon RDS, and Amazon DynamoDB. Choosing an instance type that meets the resource requirements of the workload will ensure optimal performance. Issue 12, Optimizing Database Performance Through Tuning and Indexing Solution for Issue 12 To optimize database performance, it is crucial to tune database parameters and create indexes on the data, enabling faster data retrieval. Amazon RDS supports automatic tuning of the database parameters. Creating indexes in Amazon DynamoDB can help distribute data across partitions, accelerating data access across large datasets. Issue 13, Ensuring High Availability and Fault Tolerance of the Database Servers Solution for Issue 13 To achieve high availability and fault tolerance of the database servers, a good practice is to use multi-OS deployments, load balancing, and failover capabilities. In this case, if the master database fails, the system automatically switches to a previously configured standby database. Issue 14. Designing for efficient data replication across availability zones. Solution for Issue 14. Efficient data replication can be achieved through configuring the database servers in multi-OS deployments, as they automatically replicate data across different availability zones. Issue 15. Choosing the appropriate database engine for the data. Solution for Issue 15. Choosing the appropriate database engine requires considering the workload requirements, data volume, and data access patterns. AWS offers several database engines, including Amazon RDS, Amazon Aurora, Amazon Redshift, and Amazon DynamoDB. For OLTP workloads, Amazon RDS or Amazon Aurora are best suited. For data warehousing, Amazon Redshift is the appropriate choice. Amazon DynamoDB is best suited for supporting mobile and web applications. Issue 16, Implementing Encryption of Data at Rest and in Transit. Solution for Issue 16, AWS provides several services that enable encryption of data at rest and in transit, such as Amazon KMS, Amazon S3, Amazon RDS, and Amazon EBS. It is essential to create encryption keys and policies that match compliance requirements. Issue 17, Managing Access to the Database and Enforcing Authorization Policies. Solution for Issue 17, Access to the database must be regulated using fine-grained security policies, using services like IAM or Amazon VPC. These policies can control the access of database resources, like tables and indexes. Issue 18. Monitoring database performance and identifying bottlenecks. Solution for Issue 18. Monitoring database performance requires using dedicated monitoring services or solutions, like Amazon CloudWatch, which can track database metrics, like CPU usage, I.O. operations, and memory usage. When a bottleneck is identified, appropriate optimizations can be performed to resolve the issue. Issue 19. Configuring database parameters for optimal performance. Solution for Issue 19. To achieve optimal performance, it is essential to configure the database parameters, like buffer sizes, block sizes, cache sizes, and write-ahead log, WAL, settings. AWS, through its services like Amazon RDS, provide automatic database parameter tuning to optimize performance. Issue 20, Designing for Efficient Use of EBS Volumes Solution for Issue 20, To design for efficient use of EBS volumes, it is recommended to use multi-OS deployments, spreading data across multiple instances or using larger volumes instead of multiple smaller volumes, can help eliminate bottlenecks and ensure optimal performance.
using elastic load balancers and auto-scaling groups can distribute data access efficiently. Issue 21, choosing the appropriate EBS volume type for the data. Solution for Issue 21, the appropriate EBS volume type can be chosen by considering factors such as performance, cost, and durability requirements. For instance, if the data requires high I.O. performance, then choose provisioned IOPS SSD, I.O. 1, volumes. If cost is the primary concern, choose magnetic, standard, volumes. If durability is the priority, choose Amazon EBS optimized instances that provide optimized throughput performance with EBS volumes. Issue 22, optimizing EBS volume performance through tuning and caching. Solution for issue 22, EBS volume performance can be optimized by tuning the I.O. size, queuing, and caching. For instance, setting a larger I.O. size can improve throughput and reduce latency. Queues can also be tuned to minimize the time spent waiting for I.O. operations. Moreover, caching can be implemented using Amazon Elastic Cache, AWS Lambda, or local memory to improve performance. Issue 23, Managing EBS Volume Snapshots and Backups Solution for Issue 23 Best practices for EBS snapshots and backups include scheduling frequent snapshots, tagging snapshots with descriptive names, and encrypting snapshots to secure data at rest. Additionally, implement automated backup policies using AWS Backup or AWS CloudFormation templates to ensure efficient and centralized management of backups. Issue 24, Implementing Encryption of EBS Volumes Solution for Issue 24, Use AWS Key Management Service, KMS, to encrypt EBS volumes with customer-managed keys, CMKs, or AWS-managed keys. Additionally, enforce encryption using AWS IAM policies, which are used to grant permissions to specific AWS resources. Issue 25, Ensuring Compliance with Regulatory Requirements for Data Retention. Solution for Issue 25, Use AWS services like AWS Compliance Frameworks or AWS Artifact to evaluate and demonstrate compliance with industry and government regulations. Additionally, implement retention policies using AWS S3 Object Lock or S3 Glacier Vault Lock to enforce data retention requirements. Issue 26, Designing for Efficient Use of S3 Storage Solution for Issue 26, Efficient Use of S3 Storage can be achieved by implementing strategies such as partitioning data across multiple buckets, using lifecycle policies to move objects to cheaper storage classes, and applying access control policies to restrict access to objects. Issue 27, Choosing the Appropriate S3 Storage Class for the Data Solution for Issue 27, Choose the Appropriate S3 Storage Class based on frequency of access to objects, durability, throughput, and cost. For example, S3 standard infrequent access is suitable for data access less frequently. S3 intelligent tiering automatically moves objects between storage tiers depending on their usage patterns, and S3 glacier is suitable for long-term data retention. Issue 28, Implementing Data Lifecycle Policies to Manage S3 Storage Costs Solution for Issue 28, Use S3 Lifecycle Policies to move objects automatically between storage classes or delete objects based on predetermined criteria. For instance, objects that have not been accessed for 30 days can be moved to cheaper storage classes and objects older than 3 months can be deleted after being archived. Issue 29, Managing S3 Bucket Permissions and Access Control Solution for Issue 29, Control access to S3 buckets through AWS IAM policies, bucket policies, and access control lists, ACLs. Use S3 block public access settings to prevent accidental public access. Issue 30, Designing for Efficient S3 Data Retrieval Performance. 
Solution for Issue 30 Efficient S3 data retrieval performance can be achieved by using Amazon CloudFront to cache frequently accessed objects, restoring archived objects in advance of access, and pre-warming cold objects. Issue 31 Implementing S3 Object Versioning for Data Backup and Recovery Solution for Issue 31 Use S3 object versioning to keep multiple versions of objects to enable retrieval of older versions of objects in case of accidental deletion or modification. Implement lifecycle policies to expire older versions of objects to manage storage costs. Issue 32. Implementing S3 cross-region replication for disaster recovery. Solution for Issue 32. S3 cross-region replication replicates objects across multiple regions to improve availability and durability. Use AWS CloudFormation templates to automate the deployment process and manage cross-region replication policies. Issue 33, Ensuring Compliance with Regulatory Requirements for Data Privacy. Solution for Issue 33, Use AWS services like AWS Artifact or AWS Control Tower to implement and evaluate compliance with regulations such as GDPR, HIPAA, or PCI DSS. Additionally, use AWS KMS to encrypt data at rest and in transit. Issue 34, Designing for Efficient Use of Glacier Storage Solution for Issue 34, Efficient Use of Glacier Storage can be achieved by using lifecycle policies to move objects to the appropriate storage tier, utilizing S3 inventory to track object metadata, and leveraging SNS notifications to monitor inventory and retrieval activity. Issue 35, Choosing the Appropriate Glacier Storage Class for the Data Solution for Issue 35 Choose the appropriate glacier storage class based on retrieval time, durability, and cost. For example, Glacier Deep Archive is suitable for infrequently accessed data with a retrieval time of 12 hours, while Glacier Standard has a faster retrieval time and higher cost. Issue 36 Implementing Data Lifecycle Policies to Manage Glacier Storage Costs. Solution for Issue 36 Use Glacier Lifecycle Policies to manage storage costs by automatically archiving or deleting objects based on predetermined criteria such as time since last accessed or modification date. Issue 37. Managing Glacier Vault Permissions and Access Control. Solution for Issue 37. Control access to Glacier Vaults through AWS IAM policies, vault policies, and ACLs. Implement Glacier Vault Lock to enforce write once read many, WORM, compliance. Issue 38. Designing for Efficient Glacier Data Retrieval Performance. Solution for Issue 38. Efficient Glacier data retrieval performance can be achieved by using expedited or standard retrieval options for faster retrieval time, pre-warming archives in advance of access, and using SNS notifications to monitor retrieval activity. Issue 39. Implementing Glacier Vault Inventory and Retrieval Policies Solution for Issue 39. Use Glacier Vault Inventory to track and manage vault contents, and implement retrieval policies to schedule or expedite retrievals of specific archives. Issue 40. Ensuring Compliance with Regulatory Requirements for Data Retention Solution for Issue 40 Use AWS services like AWS Nature Retention to implement and evaluate compliance with industry and government regulations. Additionally, use Glacier Vault Lock to enforce worm compliance and archive data. Issue 41 Choosing the Appropriate Storage Service for Unstructured Data Solution for Issue 41 Choose the Appropriate Storage Service for Unstructured Data based on required performance, durability, access patterns, and cost. For instance, S3 is suitable for storage of unstructured data, while DynamoDB is suitable for structured data with high query performance. Issue 42. Designing for efficient use of DynamoDB. Solution for Issue 42. 
Efficient use of DynamoDB can be achieved by using partition keys that distribute data evenly across partitions, selecting the appropriate read-slash-write capacity units for tables, and implementing DynamoDB global tables for cross-region replication. Issue 43, Choosing the Appropriate Partition Key for DynamoDB Solution for Issue 43, Choose the Appropriate Partition Key for DynamoDB based on data access patterns, cardinality, and distribution across partitions. Use prefix-based partition keys where feasible, and avoid hot partition keys to prevent data access bottlenecks. Issue 44, Managing DynamoDB Table Throughput and Capacity Solution for Issue 44, Manage DynamoDB Table Throughput and Capacity by selecting appropriate read-slash-write capacity units based on access patterns, using auto-scaling policies to adjust capacity dynamically, and monitoring CloudWatch metrics for performance and throughput. Issue 45, Implementing DynamoDB Global Secondary Indexes for Efficient Data Retrieval Solution for Issue 45, Implement DynamoDB Global Secondary Indexes to enable efficient retrieval of data by columns other than the primary key. Define projection attributes carefully to minimize table data size. Issue 46, Ensuring Data Consistency and Availability in DynamoDB Solution for Issue 46, Enable DynamoDB Streams to Capture Changes to Tables in Real-Time and use DynamoDB cross-region replication to improve availability of data. Issue 47, Designing for Efficient Use of Elasticsearch Solution for Issue 47, Efficient Use of Elasticsearch can be achieved by scaling the cluster horizontally, using dedicated master nodes and dedicated client nodes, and optimizing shard placement based on the size of the indexes. Issue 48, Configuring Elasticsearch Cluster and Node Settings Solution for Issue 48, Configure Elasticsearch Cluster and Node Settings Based on Data Size, Processing Requirements, and Network Latency. Use AWS Elasticsearch Service to simplify the configuration process and improve performance. Issue 49, Managing Elasticsearch Index Size and Performance. Solution for Issue 49, Manage Elasticsearch Index Size and Performance by using index aliases to manage multiple indexes, optimizing search queries, and tuning the garbage collection settings based on available memory. Issue 50, Implementing Elasticsearch Data Retention and Deletion Policies. Solution for Issue 50, Implement Elasticsearch Data Retention and Deletion Policies by using index lifecycle policies to manage index rollover, archiving indexes to long-term storage, and monitoring Elasticsearch data growth. Issue 51, Ensuring Data Privacy and Access Control in Elasticsearch. Solution for Issue 51, Control access to Elasticsearch by using AWS IAM policies, Elasticsearch access control lists, ACLs, and Elasticsearch security features such as role-based access control, RBAC, and transport encryption. Issue 52, Choosing the appropriate storage service for structured data. Solution for Issue 52, Choose the appropriate storage service for structured data based on data size, query complexity, durability, and cost. For instance, RDS is suitable for relational data with complex queries, while DynamoDB is suitable for structured data with high query performance. Issue 53, Designing for Efficient Use of RDS Solution for Issue 53, Efficient Use of RDS can be achieved by selecting the appropriate database engine, configuring instance size and storage capacity, and optimizing queries using RDS Performance Insight. Issue 54, Choosing the Appropriate Database Engine for RDS Solution for Issue 54, choose the appropriate database engine for RDS based on data type, size, performance requirements, and ease of use. Popular options include Amazon Aurora, MySQL, PostgreSQL, and SQL Server. 
Issue 55, Configuring RDS Instance Size and Storage Capacity Solution for Issue 55, Configure RDS Instance Size and Storage Capacity Based on Data Size, Workload Type, and Expected Use Use RDS Auto Scaling to Optimize Resource Utilization and Minimize Costs Issue 56, Managing RDS Backups and Disaster Recovery Strategies Solution for Issue 56, Manage RDS Backups and Disaster Recovery Strategies by Implementing Automated Backups, Configuring Multi-OS Deployments and Read Replicas, and Using AWS Backup or AWS CloudFormation Templates to Ensure Centralized Management of Backups. Issue 57, Implementing RDS Read Replicas for Improved Performance Solution for Issue 57 Implement RDS read replicas to improve performance by enabling higher read throughput and offloading read traffic from the primary instance. Use read replica promotion for disaster recovery scenarios. Issue 58, Ensuring Data Consistency and Availability in RDS. Solution for Issue 58, Ensure Data Consistency and Availability in RDS by using multi-OS deployments, read replicas, and enabling binary logging to allow for point-in-time restores. Issue 59, Designing for Efficient Use of Redshift Solution for Issue 59 Efficient use of Redshift can be achieved by selecting the appropriate cluster size and configuration, using compression to minimize data size, and optimizing queries using Explain and Workload Management, WLM. Issue 60 Choosing the appropriate Redshift cluster size and node type Solution for Issue 60 Choose the appropriate Redshift cluster size and node type based on data size, query complexity, and performance requirements. Use Redshift Query Plan Management to optimize query performance and improve overall efficiency. Issue 61, Configuring Redshift Data Compression and Distribution. Solution for Issue 61. 1. Evaluate the data types and sizes in the tables. 2. Set up compression encoding for tables with numeric or string data types. 3. Implement the even distribution of data across nodes to ensure balanced workload and faster query performance. 4. Use sort keys to optimize queries. Issue 62. Implementing Redshift Data Encryption and Access Control. Solution for Issue 62. 1. Implement SSL encryption for data in transit. 2. Use AWS Key Management Service, KMS, to encrypt data at rest. 3. Configure user access and permissions using Redshift's Identity and Access Management, IAM. 4. Use AWS CloudTrail to monitor user activity and detect unauthorized access. Issue 63, Managing Redshift Backup and Restore Operations. Solution for Issue 63. 1. Set up automated backup scheduling. 2. Configure retention period and frequency of backups. 3. Test the restore process to ensure data availability in case of a disaster. 4. Use Redshift Spectrum for offloading less frequently accessed data to S3. Issue 64, Designing for Efficient Use of Aurora. Solution for Issue 64. 1. Identify the most frequently accessed tables and optimize their schema and indexing. 2. Use Aurora's red-slash-write clustering feature to distribute workload across nodes. 3. Implement cache warming to optimize query execution time. 4. Monitor performance using Aurora Performance Insights. Issue 65. Choosing the appropriate Aurora database engine and instance size. Solution for Issue 65. 1. Evaluate the workload demands and the available budget. 2. Choose the best fit database engine for the application. 3. Select the instance size based on the required computing and memory resources. 4.
consider using serverless Aurora for applications with variable workloads. Issue 66, Configuring Aurora Cluster Size and Storage Capacity. Solution for Issue 66. 1. Keep a balance between available memory and storage for optimal performance. 2. Configure Aurora's automatic scaling feature to adjust cluster size as per workload demands. 3. Use Aurora's storage auto-scaling feature to add storage dynamically. Issue 67. Implementing Aurora Read Replicas for Improved Performance. Solution for Issue 67. 1. Set up Aurora Read Replicas to distribute read workload and improve response time. 2. Ensure that write workload is balanced across master and replica nodes. 3. Configure replication lag monitoring to detect read replicas falling behind the master node. Issue 68. Managing Aurora Backups and Disaster Recovery Strategies Solution for Issue 68 1. Configure automated backups and specify retention period. 2. Use Aurora's point-in-time recovery, PITR, feature for disaster recovery. 3. Test backup and recovery processes regularly to ensure data availability. 4. Consider implementing cross-region replication for an additional layer of redundancy. Issue 69 ensuring data consistency and availability in Aurora. Solution for Issue 69. 1. Use Aurora's distributed storage system to ensure data consistency across nodes. 2. Implement multi-OS failover to ensure data availability in case of a master node failure. 3. Use Aurora's automated monitoring and alerts to detect performance issues or data inconsistency. Issue 70. Designing for efficient use of EFS solution for Issue 70. 1. Identify the access patterns of the data to determine the appropriate EFS performance mode and throughput. 2. Implement caching techniques to optimize data retrieval performance. 3. Use burst mode for applications with variable workloads. Issue 71. Choosing the appropriate EFS performance mode and throughput solution for Issue 71. 1. Evaluate the access patterns of the data to determine the appropriate throughput requirements. 2. Choose the appropriate performance mode for the workload demands. 3. Use EFS's auto-scaling feature to adjust throughput as per workload demands. Issue 72. Managing EFS file system backups and snapshots solution for Issue 72. 1. Configure automated backups and specify retention period. 2. Use EFS's snapshot feature for disaster recovery. 3. Test backup and recovery processes regularly to ensure data availability. Issue 73, Implementing EFS Encryption and Access Control Solution for Issue 73. 1. Implement encryption for data at rest using EFS's native encryption feature. 2. Configure user access and permissions using EFS's Identity and Access Management, IAM. Issue 74, Designing for Efficient EFS Data Access and Retrieval Performance Solution for Issue 74. 1. Implement caching techniques to optimize data retrieval performance. 2. Use Amazon CloudFront to improve data access performance for geographically dispersed users. 3. Use EFS's provision throughput feature for applications with high throughput requirements. Issue 75. Ensuring data consistency and availability in EFS solution for Issue 75. 1. Use EFS's distributed storage system to ensure data consistency. 2. Implement multi-OS failover to ensure data availability in case of a node failure. 3. Use EFS's automated monitoring and alerts to detect performance issues or data inconsistency. Issue 76, Choosing the Appropriate Storage Service for Time Series Data Solution for Issue 76. 1. 
evaluate the workload demands and the available budget. 2. Choose the best fit storage service for the application. 3. Use Amazon S3 for infrequently accessed data and TimeStream for frequent access. Issue 77. Designing for efficient use of TimeStream solution for Issue 77. 1. Identify the most frequently accessed tables and optimize their schema and indexing. 2. Implement cache warming to optimize query execution time. 3. Monitor performance using TimeStream's performance insights. Issue 78. Choosing the appropriate TimeStream table and retention period solution for Issue 78. 1. Choose the appropriate table size and retention period based on the data usage pattern. 2. Use TimeStream's automated time series data ingestion to ensure data consistency. Issue 79. Configuring TimeStream data ingestion and query performance solution for Issue 79. 1. Use TimeStream's bulk ingestion feature for efficient data upload. 2. Configure TimeStream's fine-grained access control to ensure data security. 3. Implement parallel queries to optimize query execution time. Issue 80. Implementing TimeStream data encryption and access control solution for Issue 80. 1. Implement encryption for data at rest using TimeStream's native encryption feature. 2. Configure user access and permissions using TimeStream's identity and access management, IAM. Issue 81. Managing TimeStream backups and disaster recovery strategies solution for Issue 81. 1. Configure automated backups and specify retention period. 2. Use TimeStream's point-in-time recovery, PITR, feature for disaster recovery. 3. Test backup and recovery processes regularly to ensure data availability. Issue 82. Designing for efficient use of document DB solution for Issue 82. 1. Identify the most frequently accessed tables and optimize their schema and indexing. 2. Use DocumentDB's Red Replica feature to distribute read workload and improve response time. 3. Implement cache warming to optimize query execution time. Issue 83. Choosing the appropriate DocumentDB database engine and instance size solution for Issue 83. 1. Evaluate the workload demands and the available budget. 2. Choose the best fit database engine for the application. 3. Select the instance size based on the required computing and memory resources. Issue 84. Configuring document DB data compression and distribution solution for issue 84. 1. Evaluate the data types and sizes in the tables. 2. Set up compression encoding for tables with numeric or string data types. 3. Implement the even distribution of data across nodes to ensure balanced workload and faster query performance. Issue 85. Implementing document DB data encryption and access control solution for issue 85. 1. Implement SSL encryption for data in transit. 2. Use AWS Key Management Service, KMS, to encrypt data at rest. 3. Configure user access and permissions using document DB's identity and access management, IAM. Issue 86. Managing document DB backups and disaster recovery strategies solution for issue 86. 1. Configure automated backups and specify retention period. 2. Use DocumentDB's point-in-time recovery, PITR, feature for disaster recovery. 3. Test backup and recovery processes regularly to ensure data availability. Issue 87. Ensuring data consistency and availability in DocumentDB solution for Issue 87. 1. Use DocumentDB's distributed storage system to ensure data consistency across nodes. 2. Implement multi-OS failover to ensure data availability in case of a master node failure. 3. 
Use document DB's automated monitoring and alerts to detect performance issues or data inconsistency. Issue 88, Designing for Efficient Use of Neptune Solution for Issue 88, 1. Identify the most frequently accessed tables and optimize their schema and indexing. 2. Use Neptune's Red Replica feature to distribute read workload and improve response time. 3. Implement cache warming to optimize query execution time. Issue 89, Choosing the appropriate Neptune instance size and storage capacity solution for Issue 89. 1. Evaluate the workload demands and the available budget. 2. Select the appropriate Neptune instance size based on computing and memory requirements. 3. Choose the appropriate storage capacity based on the size of the dataset. Issue 90. Configuring Neptune Data Compression and Distribution Solution for Issue 90. 1. Evaluate the data types and sizes in the tables. 2. Set up compression encoding for tables with numeric or string data types. 3. Implement the even distribution of data across nodes to ensure balanced workload and faster query performance. Issue 91. Implementing Neptune Data Encryption and Access Control Solution for Issue 91. 1. Implement SSL encryption for data in transit. 2. Use AWS Key Management Service, KMS, to encrypt data at rest. 3. Configure user access and permissions using Neptune's Identity and Access Management, IAM. Issue 92. Managing Neptune Backups and Disaster Recovery Strategies Solution for Issue 92. 1. Configure automated backups and specify retention period. 2. Test the restore process to ensure data availability in case of a disaster. 3. Use Neptune's Snapshot feature for disaster recovery. Issue 93. Ensuring data consistency and availability in Neptune solution for Issue 93. 1. Use Neptune's distributed storage system to ensure data consistency across nodes. 2. Implement MultiOS failover to ensure data availability in case of a master node failure. 3. Use Neptune's automated monitoring and alerts to detect performance issues or data inconsistency. Issue 94. Choosing the appropriate storage service for analytics data solution for Issue 94. 1. Evaluate the workload demands and the available budget. 2. Choose the best fit storage service for the application. 3. Use Amazon S3 for infrequently accessed data and EMR for frequent access. Issue 95. Designing for efficient use of EMR solution for Issue 95. 1. Choose the appropriate EMR cluster size and instance type based on workload demands and budget. 2. Implement cache warming to optimize query execution time. 3. Use EMR's auto-scaling feature to adjust cluster size as per workload demands. Issue 96. Choosing the appropriate EMR cluster size and instance type solution for Issue 96. 1. Evaluate the workload demands and the available budget. 2. Choose the appropriate EMR cluster size and instance type based on computing and memory requirements. Issue 97. Configuring EMR data processing and storage options solution for Issue 97. 1. Use EMR's Hadoop Distributed File System, HDFS, to store data to ensure data consistency. 2. Use EMR's processing engines and tools such as Apache Spark, Hive, and Presto for data processing. Issue 98. Implementing EMR Data Encryption and Access Control Solution for Issue 98. 1. Use AWS Key Management Service, KMS, to encrypt data at rest. 2. Configure user access and permissions using EMR's Identity and Access Management, IAM. Issue 99. Managing EMR Backups and Disaster Recovery Strategies Solution for Issue 99. 1. Use S3 for storing EMR data backups. 2. 
configure automated backup scheduling and specify retention period. 3. Test backup and recovery processes regularly to ensure data availability. Issue 100, ensuring data consistency and availability in EMR solution for issue 100. 1. Use EMR's distributed storage system to ensure data consistency across nodes. 2. Implement multi-OS failover to ensure data availability in case of a node failure. 3. Use EMR's automated monitoring and alerts to detect performance issues or data inconsistency. Issue 101. Designing for efficient use of glue. Solution for Issue 101. To effectively use glue, it is important to design it for efficient use. To do this, you can use several approaches. One of the best ways is to have smaller, more targeted jobs that run frequently instead of having big, long-running jobs. This will reduce the amount of data that has to be processed at once and will make it easier to manage the job. You can also split your data into smaller partitions and use crawlers to automate the metadata creation process. Additionally, it is important to optimize the use of resources by allocating sufficient CPU and memory based on the size of your data and job requirements. Issue 102, Configuring Glue Data Processing and Storage Options Solution for Issue 102 when configuring Glue data processing and storage options, you need to first determine the data sources and formats that will be used. Then you can choose the storage type and the processing type that best suits your needs. For instance, you can use Amazon S3 as a storage layer and use Amazon Athena to query and analyze the data. On the other hand, if you are dealing with unstructured data, you can use Amazon Redshift to store and analyze it. You also need to configure the job and partition settings to optimize data processing. Issue 103 Implementing Glue Data Encryption and Access Control Solution for Issue 103 To implement Glue Data Encryption and Access Control, you can use AWS Key Management Service, KMS, to manage the encryption keys. You should also create IAM policies to control access to data and resources based on user roles and permissions. You can also use AWS CloudTrail to monitor activities and detect any unauthorized access. It is also recommended to use SSL-TLS encryption for Glue Data Transfer. Issue 104, Managing Glue Backups and Disaster Recovery Solution for Issue 104, Managing Glue Backups and Disaster Recovery requires you to have a backup and recovery strategy in place. Amazon S3 provides an effective backup solution for glue data. You can use Amazon S3 bucket replication to copy data to another region for disaster recovery purposes. You should also use Amazon CloudWatch to monitor glue resources and take automated action in the case of any failures. Issue 105, Ensuring Data Consistency and Availability in Glue Solution for Issue 105, To ensure data consistency and availability in Glue, you should use proper data partitioning and ensure that the data sources are reliable and consistent. It is also important to monitor job progress and use retry mechanisms for failed jobs. You can use Amazon CloudWatch events to trigger notifications on job failures and take corrective actions. Issue 106, Choosing the Appropriate Storage Service for Machine Learning Data Solution for Issue 106 When choosing the appropriate storage service for machine learning data, you need to consider the size of the data, the type of data, and the analysis tools you will be using. Amazon S3 is a popular choice for storing machine learning data due to its scalability, durability, and ease of integration. Amazon EFS is also a good option when working with large-scale machine learning workloads. Issue 107 Designing for Efficient Use of SageMaker Solution for Issue 107 to design for efficient use of SageMaker, you need to first define the problem you are trying to solve in your research objectives. This will help you choose the appropriate algorithms and models to use with SageMaker. 
It is also important to manage data sources and size to optimize processing. Additionally, you can use AWS CloudFormation templates to automate configuration and deployment. Issue 108, Choosing the Appropriate SageMaker Instance Type and Storage Options Solution for Issue 108, To choose the appropriate SageMaker Instance Type and Storage Options, you need to consider the size of the data sets you will be working with, the processing requirements of the workload, and any budget constraints. For instance, if you are working with large data sets and require GPU acceleration, the P3 instance type may be appropriate. If cost is a major concern, you can choose a CPU-based instance like the M family. Issue 109, Configuring SageMaker Data Processing and Model Training Workflows Solution for Issue 109, To configure SageMaker Data Processing and Model Training Workflows, you need to ensure that your data sources are properly labeled and formatted. You can then use SageMaker's inbuilt transformers to pre-process the data before model training. You should also use training and validation data sets to refine the model and use SageMaker's automatic model tuning feature to further optimize the model. Issue 110, Implementing SageMaker Data Encryption and Access Control Solution for Issue 110, To implement SageMaker Data Encryption and Access Control, you should use AWS KMS to manage your encryption keys. You can also restrict access to SageMaker endpoints and data using IAM policies. Additionally, AWS VPC endpoints can be used to control network access to SageMaker resources. Issue 111, Managing SageMaker Backups and Disaster Recovery Strategies Solution for Issue 111, To manage SageMaker Backups and Disaster Recovery Strategies, you can use Amazon S3 to store and backup model artifacts and training data. You should also use AWS CloudFormation to create and manage SageMaker environments and deploy the resources required for disaster recovery. You can also use SageMaker's built-in tensor to OCR, optimum control ratio, conversion feature to manage data loss and avoid expensive downtime. Issue 112, Ensuring Data Consistency and Availability in SageMaker. Solution for Issue 112, To ensure data consistency and availability in SageMaker, you should use proper data partitioning and validation techniques. Small, frequent model training jobs should be used to debug the data by catching discrepancies and inconsistent files. Additionally, you can use Amazon Kinesis to monitor data streaming to SageMaker endpoints and take immediate automated action in case of downtime. Issue 113, Designing for Efficient Use of Kafka Solution for Issue 113, To design for efficient use of Kafka, you should identify the data sources and throughput requirements of your workload. You can use Kafka partitions to evenly distribute data flow and minimize latency. It is also important to use Kafka's built-in compression feature to reduce network overhead and manage congestion. Additionally, an auto-tagging feature can be used to make sure all data is properly optimized for long-term data strategies. Issue 114, Choosing the Appropriate Kafka Cluster Size and Instance Type Solution for Issue 114, To choose the appropriate Kafka Cluster Size and Instance Type, you should consider your data throughput requirements and the size of the data to be stored. You should use the right mix of instance types to optimize storage, caching and RAM memory, and processing requirements. Additionally, you can use AWS auto-scaling groups to automatically provision resources based on data flow requirements. Issue 115, Configuring Kafka Data Replication and Storage Capacity Solution for Issue 115, To configure Kafka data replication and storage capacity, you should use multiple partition replicas and ZooKeeper servers to ensure data consistency and prevent data loss. The replication factor should be set according to your resource availability and disaster planning, and storage capacity should be chosen based on your archive and analysis requirements. Amazon EBS can be used for the storage, 
long-term or analysis, while temp storage can be paired with ongoing workloads. Issue 116, Implementing Kafka Data Encryption and Access Control. Solution for Issue 116, To implement Kafka Data Encryption and Access Control, you should use SSL and or SASL encryption and create user policies that control access to message topics and administrative functions. You can use Apache Ranger to manage data access and create authorization policies, and SASL can be used as a secure authentication framework for all data in transit. Issue 117, Managing Kafka Backups and Disaster Recovery Strategies Solution for Issue 117, To manage Kafka Backups and Disaster Recovery Strategies, you should use Kafka replication features for shorter-term data archiving and ensure that backup data is properly compressed and optimized for long-term archiving. Amazon S3 can be used to store backup data and can be used to replicate data across regions for disaster recovery purposes. Additionally, AWS CloudFormation templates should be used to manage resource deployment and provide flexible solutions for continuous disaster recovery. Issue 118, Ensuring Data Consistency and Availability in Kafka Solution for Issue 118, To ensure data consistency and availability in Kafka, you should monitor data streaming through Kafka and watch for any inconsistencies or data loss. You can use Kafka monitoring tools like Cloudera Manager to monitor the state of your Kafka cluster, alert you to when data is falling out of sync or is experiencing inconsistencies in replication. Additionally, AWS CloudWatch can be used to monitor resource usage and take automated action during failures. Issue 119, Designing for Efficient Use of Kinesis Solution for Issue 119, To design for efficient use of Kinesis, you should focus on partition distribution, retention policies, and throughput management. Partitioning can be used to evenly distribute data flow and eliminate data loss or performance latency. Retention policies are used to allow data analysis to occur and to ensure that the data is archived and conceptually labeled appropriately for the overall strategy. Throughput management will help monitor levels of data streaming and take immediate, actionable steps when needed to keep data workloads flowing. Issue 120 Choosing the appropriate Kinesis data stream and shard size. Solution for Issue 120 To choose the appropriate Kinesis data stream and shard size, you should consider the data volume, data frequency, the analysis workload, and data retention policies. Choosing the appropriate number of shards will ensure that the data stream can handle your throughput and partitioning requirements. You can use AWS CloudTrail to monitor stream usage and take automated action during anomalies. Issue 121 Configuring Kinesis Data Processing and Storage Options Solution for Issue 121 To configure Kinesis Data Processing and Storage Options, you should use AWS Lambdas, KPL Libraries, or other processing functionalities to efficiently ingest and process the incoming data. Amazon S3 provides an effective storage solution for Kinesis data using Amazon S3 events to quickly store this data and then process and analyze data when it is needed for longer-term data storage or analysis. Lifecycle policies can be defined to remove data automatically or automate data movement to more cost-effective storage options. Issue 122, Implementing Kinesis Data Encryption and Access Control Solution for Issue 122, To implement Kinesis Data Encryption and Access Control, you should use SSL and or SASL encryption, same as with Kafka, and create user policies that control access to data streams and security groups. Use AWS Certificate Manager to generate and manage SSL-TLS certificates, IAM roles and policies to manage access control and security groups policies for data management in transit. By doing this, you can make sure who is able to access and control data, as well as who is allowed to read or write data in the stream. Issue 123, Managing Kinesis Backups and Disaster Recovery Strategies 
Solution for Issue 123, to manage Kinesis backups and disaster recovery strategies, you should use Amazon S3 to store and archive the data. AWS DMs is used to replicate data across regions and sites to protect data availability in the event of an outage or other emergency. Additionally, AWS SNS and AWS Lambda or SES can send email and or receive notifications for critical events, take immediate remediation steps and help identify any additional concerns. Issue 124, Ensuring Data Consistency and Availability in Kinesis. Solution for Issue 124, To ensure data consistency and availability in Kinesis, you should use Amazon CloudWatch or other monitoring-slash-troubleshooting capabilities to monitor record processing and identification of message failures. You can also use Kinesis provision throughput to ensure that there is sufficient capacity for incoming data and implement data validation techniques to identify anomalies or discrepancies. Issue 125, Choosing the Appropriate Storage Service for Unstructured Data Solution for Issue 125, To choose the appropriate storage service for unstructured data, you should consider the use case, data format, processing requirements, and retrieval times. Amazon S3, Amazon Glacier, and EFS provide effective storage options for unstructured data, while Amazon S3 and EFS can also be used for analysis and data management workloads. It is also important to properly index data and parse metadata to enable accurate search and data retrieval. Issue 126, Designing for Efficient Use of S3 Solution for Issue 126, to design for efficient use of S3, you should use proper bucket and object naming conventions, implement partitioning techniques, and use lifecycle policies to optimize storage based on access patterns. Access tiers such as standard, infrequent access, and Glacier can be used to optimize cost of disposition of, both, data storage and retrieval. It is also important to use Amazon S3 transfer acceleration to speed up data transfer when needed. Issue 127 choosing the appropriate S3 storage class and pricing options. Solution for Issue 127. To choose the appropriate S3 storage class and pricing options, you should consider the frequency of data retrieval, the retention period, the performance requirements, and the cost. S3 standard and S3 intelligent tiering classes are appropriate for frequently accessed data, while S3 standard and frequent access and Glacier Restore are ideal for longer retention and less frequent access. You can also use Amazon S3 requester pays to charge data access costs to selected users or accounts when needed. Issue 128, Configuring S3 Data Lifecycle Policies and Versioning Solution for Issue 128, To properly configure S3 Data Lifecycle Policies and Versioning, you should use cloud-native S3 lifecycle policies to automatically archive or delete data according to predefined rules. You can also use Amazon S3 versioning to track the changes made to objects over a period. This is important for regulatory compliance, forensic and historical data analysis processes that may require historical versions of data. Issue 129, Implementing S3 Data Encryption and Access Control Solution for Issue 129, To implement S3 Data Encryption and Access Control, you should use AWS KMS to manage encryption keys, and IAM policies to control access to buckets and objects. SSL-TLS Encryption and Server-Side Data Encryption Support ICE 256 keys, will enforce data security at scale, regardless of what AWS resource your team is using with S3. Additionally, you can use bucket policies and access control lists for more fine-grained access control. Issue 130, Managing S3 Backups and Disaster Recovery Strategies. Solution for Issue 130. 1. Develop a backup and recovery plan that includes regular backups of your S3 data. 2. Use Amazon S3's versioning features to store multiple versions of an object. 3. 
enable cross-region replication to ensure data redundancy across different regions. 4. Use Amazon S3 transfer acceleration to increase the speed of data transfer and reduce recovery time in case of disaster. 5. Run regular disaster recovery drills to test your backup and recovery processes. Issue 131, Ensuring Data Consistency and Availability in S3. Solution for Issue 131. 1. Implement data validation processes to ensure data consistency before data is uploaded to S3. 2. Use S3's versioning features to minimize the impact of data inconsistencies. 3. Regularly monitor S3 access logs to detect and respond to any unauthorized access attempts. 4. Use S3's multi-factor authentication option to ensure secure access to your S3 data. 5. Implement strict access control policies to ensure that only authorized users can access your S3 buckets. Issue 132. Designing for efficient use of EBS. Solution for Issue 132. 1. Use appropriately sized instances and EBS volumes for your workload to minimize cost and increase efficiency. 2. Implement automated scaling policies to adjust the size of your EBS volumes in response to changes in workload demand. 3. Allocate IOPS efficiently by selecting the appropriate volume type for your workload to reduce latency and increase performance. 4. Configure EBS volumes to use snapshots and backups to ensure data availability and minimize downtime. 5. Monitor EBS performance metrics to identify and fix performance bottlenecks in your workload. Issue 133. Choosing the appropriate EBS volume type and size. Solution for Issue 133. 1. Determine your workload storage requirements and anticipated I.O. operations to select the appropriate EBS volume type and size. 2. Consider factors such as performance, durability, and cost to make informed decisions about EBS volume selection. 3. Use EBS provisioned IOPS to allocate IOPS efficiently for workloads that require high performance and low latency. 4. Use general-purpose SSDs or magnetic volumes for less demanding workloads to reduce cost. 5. Configure EBS volumes to use AWS Direct Connect or VPN to ensure secure data transfer. Issue 134. Configuring EBS Data Encryption and Access Control Solution for Issue 134 1. Implement encryption on your EBS volumes to ensure data security and compliance. 2. Use tools such as AWS Key Management Service to manage encryption keys securely. 3. Implement strict access control policies to ensure that only authorized users can access your EBS volumes. 4. Configure audits and logging to monitor EBS access and detect unauthorized access attempts. 5. Use IAM roles to manage access to EBS volumes for EC2 instances. Issue 135. Managing EBS backups and disaster recovery strategies. Solution for Issue 135. 1. Develop a backup and recovery plan that includes regular snapshots of your EBS volumes. 2. Use Amazon EBS snapshots to backup data efficiently and ensure data availability in case of disaster. 3. Implement cross-region replication to store EBS snapshots in multiple regions for redundancy and data availability. 4. Use automated backup and retention policies to manage your EBS snapshots efficiently. 5. Test your disaster recovery processes by running regular recovery drills. Issue 136, Ensuring Data Consistency and Availability in EBS Solution for Issue 136. 1. Implement data validation processes to ensure data consistency before data is written to EBS volumes. 2. 
Use EBS snapshots to minimize the impact of data inconsistencies and ensure data availability in case of disaster. 3. Monitor EBS performance metrics to identify and fix performance bottlenecks in your workload. 4. Enable real-time backups and snapshots to ensure that the most up-to-date data is available in case of disaster. 5. Implement access control policies to ensure that only authorized users can access your EBS volumes. Issue 137. Designing for efficient use of Glacier. Solution for Issue 137. 1. Use Glacier's tiered storage options to store data cost effectively based on access frequency. 2. Use lifecycle policies to automatically transition data from higher cost storage tiers to lower cost tiers. 3. Use S3 transfer acceleration to increase the speed of data transfer to and from Glacier. 4. Determine the appropriate Glacier storage class and pricing options based on your workload storage and retrieval requirements. 5. Use CloudTrail logs to monitor access to Glacier and ensure secure data transfer. Issue 138. Choosing the appropriate Glacier storage class and pricing options. Solution for Issue 138. 1. Consider factors such as storage needs, retrieval speed, and cost to select the appropriate Glacier storage class and pricing option. 2. Determine your workload's access frequency and retrieval requirements to select an appropriate Glacier storage tier. 3. Use S3 transfer acceleration and AWS Direct Connect or VPN to improve data transfer speeds to and from Glacier. 4. Use Glacier Select to efficiently retrieve specific data subsets from Glacier archives. 5. Implement auditing and access control policies to ensure secure Glacier access. Issue 139. Configuring Glacier Data Lifecycle Policies and Retrieval Options Solution for Issue 139 1. Use Glacier Lifecycle Policies to automate data movement between different storage classes based on access frequency. 2. Implement Glacier Data Retrievals to quickly access archive data as needed. 3. Use S3 Lifecycle Policies to automatically transition data from S3 to Glacier for long-term storage. 4. Use Glacier Vault Lock to ensure data governance and compliance. 5. Monitor Glacier performance metrics to optimize your Glacier usage and reduce costs. Issue 140. Implementing Glacier Data Encryption and Access Control. Solution for Issue 140. 1. Implement encryption on your Glacier archives to ensure data security and compliance. 2. Manage encryption keys using AWS Key Management Service to ensure secure key management. 3. Implement strict access control policies to ensure that only authorized users can access your Glacier archives. 4. Monitor Glacier access logs to detect and respond to unauthorized access attempts. 5. Use IAM roles and policies to manage Glacier access for EC2 instances and other AWS resources. Issue 141. Managing Glacier Backups and Disaster Recovery Strategies. Solution for Issue 141. 1. Develop a backup and recovery plan that includes regular backups of your Glacier archives. 2. Implement Glacier lifecycle policies to automate the backup and retention of your Glacier archives. 3. Use cross-region replication to store Glacier data redundantly across different regions. 4. Use automated backup retention policies to manage your Glacier backups efficiently. 5. Run regular disaster recovery drills to test your backup and recovery processes. Issue 142. Ensuring Data Consistency and Availability in Glacier Solution for Issue 142 1. Use data validation processes to ensure data consistency before archiving data to Glacier. 2. Monitor Glacier access logs to detect and respond to unauthorized access attempts. 3. 
use Glacier Select to efficiently retrieve specific data subsets from Glacier archives. 4. Use data lifecycle policies to ensure that data is stored at the appropriate storage tier based on access frequency. 5. Implement strict access control policies to ensure that only authorized users can access your Glacier archives. Issue 143, Designing for Efficient Use of FSX. Solution for Issue 143, 1. Use appropriately sized instances and file system storage capacity to minimize cost and increase efficiency. 2. Implement automated scaling policies to adjust the size of your file system in response to changes in workload demand. 3. Allocate IOPS efficiently by selecting the appropriate file system type for your workload to reduce latency and increase performance. 4. Configure FSX as a storage repository for applications and services to reduce latency and improve accessibility. 5. Implement transparent data encryption to ensure data security and compliance. Issue 144. Choosing the appropriate FSX file system type and storage capacity. Solution for Issue 144. 1. Consider factors such as performance, scalability, and access frequency to select the appropriate FSX file system type and storage capacity. 2. Choose the file system type that best suits your workload requirements, such as Windows or Lustre. 3. Select the appropriate storage capacity for your workload based on anticipated I.O. operations and access frequency. 4. Use provisioning policies to allocate IOPS efficiently for high-performance workloads. 5. Configure FSX as a storage repository for applications and services to improve data accessibility and reduce latency. Issue 145. Configuring FSX Data Encryption and Access Control. Solution for Issue 145. 1. Implement data encryption on your FSX file system to ensure data security and compliance. 2. Manage encryption keys using AWS Key Management Service to ensure secure key management. 3. Implement strict access control policies to ensure that only authorized users can access your FSX file system. 4. Monitor FSX access logs to detect and respond to unauthorized access attempts. 5. Use IAM roles and policies to manage FSX access for EC2 instances and other AWS resources. Issue 146, Managing FSX Backups and Disaster Recovery Strategies. Solution for Issue 146. 1. Develop a backup and recovery plan that includes regular backups of your FSX file system. 2. Use automated backup retention policies to manage your FSX backups efficiently. 3. Implement cross-region replication to store FSX data redundantly across different regions for disaster recovery. 4. Enable real-time backups to ensure that the most up-to-date data is available in case of disaster. 5. Run regular disaster recovery drills to test your backup and recovery processes. Issue 147. Ensuring data consistency and availability in FSX. Solution for Issue 147. 1. Use data validation processes to ensure data consistency before writing to your FSX file system. 2. Use FSX's replication features to store data redundantly across multiple availability zones for disaster recovery. 3. Monitor FSX performance metrics to identify and fix performance bottlenecks in your workload. 4. Implement access control policies to ensure that only authorized users can access your FSX file system. 5. Use transparent data encryption to protect your FSX data against unauthorized access. Issue 148, Designing for Efficient Use of EBS Snapshots. Solution for Issue 148. 1. Use EBS snapshots to ensure data availability and minimize downtime in case of disaster.
2. Determine your workload's data retention requirements to select appropriate snapshot retention and deletion policies. 3. Use automated backup and retention policies to manage your EBS snapshots efficiently and reduce cost. 4. Use cross-region replication to store EBS snapshots redundantly across different regions. 5. Implement strict access control policies to ensure that only authorized users can access your EBS snapshots. Issue 149. Configuring EBS Snapshot Retention and Deletion Policies Solution for Issue 149 1. Determine the appropriate EBS Snapshot Retention Policy based on your workload's data retention requirements. 2. Configure automated snapshot deletion policies to remove outdated snapshots and reduce storage costs. 3. Use cross-region replication to store EBS snapshots redundantly across different regions for disaster recovery. 4. Monitor EBS snapshot performance metrics to ensure that your snapshot retention and deletion policies are meeting your requirements. 5. Implement access control policies to ensure that only authorized users can manage EBS snapshots. Issue 150. Implementing EBS snapshot data encryption and access control. Solution for Issue 150. 1. Implement data encryption on your EBS snapshots to ensure data security and compliance. 2. Manage encryption keys using AWS Key Management Service to ensure secure key management. 3. Implement strict access control policies to ensure that only authorized users can access your EBS snapshots. 4. Monitor EBS snapshot access logs to detect and respond to unauthorized access attempts. 5. Use IAM roles and policies to manage EBS snapshot access for EC2 instances and other AWS resources.